Welcome to Type 2 Take 2, the diabetes and health-centered podcast where we stick our noses where they don't belong in order to get to that annoying answer of why. Join us on Facebook at Type 2 Take 2 podcast where the fun doesn't stop and real questions are really answered. This podcast is brought to you by Envision Health Integrative Nutrition and Wellness, where they are making people healthy one forkful at a time. For a free consultation, click the link below and get it scheduled for a 15-minute no-obligation discovery call to see if they're a right fit for you. But before I do, I want to take this opportunity to thank everyone who has been in getting involved with Type 2 Take 2. We really appreciate you uh, jumping in on the podcast, leaving your comments uh, via email, and also those of you who have taken an interest to, uh, through Instagram. Very exciting. Thank you very much. Really appreciate that. We love to know that you are listening and that we are available to give you information that can help you with your diabetes issues, symptoms, problems, But remember, diabetes is a word to explain a cluster of symptoms. So I'm very excited to say we're really excited to have you and welcome to the podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Type 2 Take 2. Looking for some low-carb inspiration? Trying to figure out how you can make your diet work for you? Well, check us out at theluckystove.com where you can find plenty of recipes that may tickle your fancy and your taste buds. Also, be sure to email us at type2diabetes-take2 at gmail.com. The link will will be down below. So that way you can let us know your story. Let us know if you are interested in being interviewed or if you just want to give a little uh, description of what has happened in your diabetic and or hormonally changed because of food life. We are here for you, and so are the listeners. We'd love to hear from you, so please type 2diabetes-take2 at gmail.com. And again, the website for low-carb recipe inspiration is theluckystove.com. Also, feel free to wave or share this podcast and or tag us on Instagram at type 2 Take two. Let us know you're listening. All right. On to the show. Okay, it's that time again where we're going to talk about our updates, our failures, motivation, and health. And of course, I'm talking about mine and nobody else's. You probably have your own to deal with. And so I'm just going to talk about mine. And maybe you can laugh because mine was maybe a little bit worse than yours. I don't know. If you get a little bit of enjoyment out of that, that's okay. <laughs> that's absolutely fine. But before we do, I want to thank Envision Health, Integrative Nutrition and Wellness for being, well, it's my company, Ta-da! for being a part of this production. It's going to be the mother company, and then all of these are going to fall there under. That being uh, Type 2 Take 2 and the Lucky Stove, the website, and the channel. Speaking of the Lucky Stove website and channel, I did put out a new recipe for our vegetable croquettes, and I'm really excited to say it is available for mimicking. And then make it your own, because I didn't put the I didn't put the macronutrients on there, because the vegetables are something that you can make your own. I mean, 
you could grow them. But what I mean is they are interchangeable. The recipe is very flexible. So that's what I went by. Also, I wanted to let you all know that... Oh, sorry. <laughs> I wanted to let you all know that uh, we the Type 2 Take 2 group program, enrollment program, has closed. So thank you all, those of you who are interested. But the one-on-one -on -one program is still available. So if you're still interested on getting a one-on-one -on -one program, the Type 2 Take 2 program, that is specifically for diabetes help. That's specifically for those who are on diabetes. And then let me know. Otherwise, we have, I have all a few other programs available to assist you with weight, your weight loss journey and health, and I'd be glad to be a help to you. So you can always go to uh, the link. You can actually click the link that's down below, and you can see more about that. You can schedule a discovery call, and we will see if I'm a good fit for you. So about some updates. I think I gave a little hint of it already. Um, some of the updates are that the Type 2 Take 2 group program has closed, the enrollment program is closed, and so um, that's no longer available. Um, and the one-on-one -on -one program for that is available. <laughs> also, any of the other health programs I've got going on, but you would need to go ahead and schedule with me or check on my calendar uh, to see what's available for you. But also, um, updates, the, the actual updates. I'm excited to say that um, I have been enjoying a variety of rest. That is an update. I I don't want to say that I have needed 100% rest because I don't know if I do. My, uh, I don't know, my parasympathetic nerve system may say otherwise. And some people consider the parasympathetic nerve system your, your inner you. That would be uh, your consciousness. Uh, but maybe I needed some rest. I've been listening, listening to some really awesome podcasts. And funny enough, a lot of them have been lining up with rest and looking inside yourself and discovering yourself and all of those things. And <clears throat> I am one to look deeply inside myself and get lost. So I usually have to come out. But... In the midst of all of that, I've been finding that rest is a very big component to what keeps me going. And I'm not talking about physical rest. Honestly, I do work a lot. I work six days a week. That's fine. But I don't feel that. What I do feel is the emotional uh, dis-ease, not disease, but the actual dis-ease, the unrest, and the... Um, Oh my goodness, I would like to say physiological, but I don't know if that's quite it. I would say more like the psychological unrest. So being able to take some time to rest, to stop, to breathe, to think, and to actually, um, yeah, I get to know myself a little bit better. It's been really cool. So update. Da -da. Okay, now failures. Um, Let's see here. I have been also enjoying a variety of different types of foods. And it's not necessarily that the foods are have been a failure to me. Maybe more on the lines of I have been looking at more foods and enjoying more foods. And 
actually that's not it either that's not the failure the failure i suppose would come with overindulging because i've been i've been embracing the fact that all foods were given for our for our health they were created god god gave us food right and there is no good food or bad food, but there are foods that may not be helpful to your specific body. And that would be because of, you know, genetic factors or, um, and, or, and, or lifestyle factors. I mean, our lifestyle can affect how our body processes food, but also our genetics can, but our, the lifestyle plays a bigger role. Um, and that's a fact your genetics I've heard this more and more and more, and I'm seeing it more and more and more. Your genetics are not uh, the cement, if you will, on the road. Your genetics, they may be uh, a barrier or lines that you can follow, but you don't necessarily have to follow them. I hope that makes sense. You don't have to, let me speak as plainly as possible, because sometimes my metaphors get so mixed up. Your genetics don't have to be the reason why you are one diabetic, two whatever other genetic disease, three um, obese, or um, or you become a drunk, as some people would say that was in their genetics. Because that's not true. Just because you have a genetic leaning doesn't mean that you have to fall into those categories. It's up to you and your lifestyle. And you may say, okay, well, lifestyle, huh? Who dare how dare you? Who dare you? Who durf you? <laughs> That's Dutch. Who durf you? Uh uh to uh say that it's lifestyle. Well, it's it, maybe it's not intentional lifestyle. Maybe it's the toxins around you, you know, that have made your your body weaker. There's that too, you know. There's endocrine disruptors, such as things that are in your your washings your your clothes your shampoos your uh even your food or the sprays on your food such toxins so there are lots of different ways for your for your body to to hit lifestyle status of of you know disease okay or disease so there's that and that's what it is. So sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> but that's that's what it is. That's something to take into take into consideration. I don't want to make you feel bad, but that also means that you there's help and hope. That means you find the things that are affecting you and you do it. How do you do that? Testing. Functional medicine testing. Uh there's a I'll put a link down below where you can find functional medicine tests. At this point, I am not receiving any type of commission off of them. And to be honest, at some point I will, but not right now. But even if I did, it wouldn't affect you at all. It would actually give you a discount. <laughs> so there's that. Motivation. Motivation is a good thing to have in your life. Motivation is usually what pushes you from, I want to say, from uh, laziness and procrastination to actually getting things done. <laughs> and funny enough, I just read a scripture. Let me see if I can find it because I think that is so fitting. And I didn't have a scripture involved when I first came up with this motivation. But now that I mention it, <laughs> it was in Romans, Romans 12. 
accent a letter to the Romans. Yes, sometimes I still do that. Sometimes I still sing the, the books of the Bible. Um, let me see here. Romans chapter 12. I was reading on faith because, you know, I need a boost of faith every morning, just like some of you may. And if you don't, well, then that's fantastic. But I certainly do. And because I need that boost of faith, sometimes that requires me to get right back deep into the the the, the origination of faith. And that's, for me, the Bible. It may be for you other things, but for me, it's the Bible. Now, I do have... Excuse me, that was a yawn. I do have scriptures on my dry erase board, but I also go to the scriptures uh, in the morning. And uh, that's actually part of my failure right now because since I've been on vacation, I have been listening to our daily bread, but I haven't been getting directly into the scriptures myself. So I would put that as a failure. But right now we're talking about motivation. So motivation, um, I read, I was reading, I was seeking out faith. So what I read was, um, have, this is Romans 12, 6. Having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, whether prophecy, let us prophesy according to the proportion of faith. And then the the secondary part, it's not really secondary. It's a few scriptures down the line, but that hit me too. And it says, not slothful in business. Now, there's more to it, but that's what hit me. Not slothful in business. So I want to encourage you to motivate you to find your, your faith according to the greatness of the gift that you've, give, you've been given. Now, this probably sounds really <laughs> like, how am I going to find my faith according to the gift? One, what is my gift? And two, um, how do I have faith big, big enough for that gift to make sense or big enough for it to match what God has given me or, or big enough for me to feel like I'm doing what I'm supposed to? Well, faith is the substance of things, uh, substance is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So, Sometimes, <laughs> and then there are other times where faith without works is dead. So, you know, I know that's fragmented, but it's kind of meant to be because you have to make it your own. That's just a little bit of motivation. So what was the motivation part? I don't remember, but that scripture came up. So if, according to uh, what is in my parasympathetic nervous system, <laughs> my consciousness, my that was uh needed to that needed to come out uh yeah so rest motivation finding your faith being strong in your faith growing your faith how do you grow your faith you grow your faith by constantly far by by reaching out and by reaching out not knowing what's going to be in front of you but knowing, but knowing that there is a, a duel, there's a there's a goal, there's something in your life that needs to be done, and not looking for every single bit of evidence to point you in that direction. Hmm. Well, that's off topic. Okay, so motivation. <laughs> Maybe that's for somebody. I don't know who it's for. Maybe it was for somebody. I already got mine this morning, but maybe it was for you too. <clears throat> So there's that. <laughs> I'll be back with health.
Hey guys, looking for an awesome way to become a keto coach? Well, the best way to do it is through Kate Jeremillo's Keto Ketogenic Living Certified Program. Yes, you can become certified through Kate Jeremillo's uh, program just by simply clicking on the link below and getting started. Do you have any questions about it? You can ask her. The link is down below. Feel free to see what becoming a ketogenic living certified coach is all about. All right, health. Um, so I've come to the conclusion, which I've already come to the conclusion, but I've, I've come to the conclusion today for you all that it's not always easy to test your blood sugar Uh Strips are expensive depending on where you are. Thankfully, my strips are not as expensive. I would say that I can get 50 for 20 euro. But I mean, if I really did the exchange, let me see here. Let's just do the exchange. Do, 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 do. Ephesine, 20 euros in dollars. Okay. So right now, the 20 euros in dollars is 23.74. So that's still really not bad. When I went to, when I was in the United States, the, I believe it was a dollar a strip. So, I mean, it was really hardcore and it wasn't easy to get because I didn't have, I didn't have $30 just lying around for a pack of 50, which is usually what they offered. I believe it was a pack of 50. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, I had insurance at the time, but the insurance that I had was not always good. Ooh, yeah, that's kind of hardcore. So if you have bad insurance or you don't have any insurance, depending on where you are, I can't say for you, but I know when I was living in the United States that my insurance was little to none. While I was working, the insurance was great, Um, pretty much. Well, I paid for it. You know, I paid the premium. I paid the best of the best and all these things to try to make sure that I had insurance for my, myself and my daughter. But in the end, I couldn't afford it anymore. It was too much was coming out of my paycheck and I had bills to pay. I'm pretty sure some of you guys can relate. And if you can't, that's awesome. I hope you never have to. But that's what happened there. So getting off of that insurance and actually getting on, <clears throat> excuse me, getting on a um, welfare insurance. Sorry if that makes any of you guys feel upset or disappointed or or um, or negative, but sometimes that's just what you have to do, right? Sometimes you have to, I mean, I worked all my life, so I put money in the system and I have to take money out of the system. I put money in the system and I have to take money out of the system. That's just honesty right there. So I didn't have the money to pay for the strips. So if you don't have the money to pay for the strips, what do you do? Well, there are a few things that you can do that would probably help you to at least give you an idea of where your blood sugar is, because that's the most important part. If you don't manage your blood sugar, you wind up with all types of problems that will end in you, like I said last week, and the conditions or diseases or breakdowns of your kidney, of your liver, of your, well, let's just be for real for a second. If you don't control your blood sugar, your blood sugar controls all of your hormones. 
<laughs> and and then some. But really, your kidney is affected too. And your body is affected in general. And then if your blood sugar is not in control, the functioning of your body is out of control. Why? Why is it out of control? Because you need a proper level of blood sugar to keep you going. You need a, 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 a proper level. Come on. What I'm trying to say is your blood sugar levels can't be so high where you're inflamed. You can't think. Let me give you an example. If you your blood, if you don't have any test strips, these are the things that you should be looking for for high blood sugar. These are just a few. You could be dealing with a whole lot more. Feeling out of body or floaty. I know when I felt out of body or floaty, I kind of felt like, I don't know if you... If you've ever been drunk, that's what it feels like. If you've ever been intoxicated, that's what it feels like. You're kind of like out of body, floaty. Um, like you can't you can't set your feet on the ground, really. Like you, it's, it's such a horrible thing. If you've been intoxicated before, you probably liked it. <laughs> but that's not normal. And if you haven't if you're not intoxicated at the point uh, at that point where you're feeling like that, that's really a bad thing, just to let you know. Um, there may be a boost of energy for a moment, unexplained energy. I know that there were some times where I felt so hyper, and I didn't understand why I felt so hyper in my... And there was no reason. It was just like a whoosh. Like I had a flush of energy, and I was ready to do anything. But it wasn't really energy. It was, it was my body trying to... Uh, it was all the blood sugar that was released... Uh, well, it was the sugar that flooded my glucose, my, my cells. <laughs> I'm making this so hard, Ned. It really doesn't have to be. Let me go on. Feeling a high rush of energy or, or hyperness. Um, I think I talked about this before, but I'll just say it again. Extreme weight loss without doing anything to spur it on, like, or you're doing the same thing and all of a sudden you're losing all this weight. You haven't changed anything, but your weight is being dropped. But that's muscle deterioration. Your body is getting is trying to save your life. So it's starting to break down your muscles to help you <laughs> to live. Um, that was a big one for me. That was one of the biggest ones. That was one of the biggest uh, fears. But I still didn't get it. <clears throat> I didn't understand what was happening. I knew that my blood sugar was out of control because I was still testing, uh, but I didn't understand it. And I was dropping weight like crazy, but that was uncontrolled blood sugar. I also had anxiety. I was very anxious. And you know, I read that anxiousness is uh, it's usually based on the future. You're, you're, you're fearful of what the future holds, but it was this, this horrible anxiousness. It just it overcame me. I didn't know what to do about it. And of course these symptoms may not all be for you, but these are the symptoms that I dealt with. So I'm just letting you know what I dealt with, but you can also look online. You can look at the, um, your diabetes, your diabetes, uh, your country's diabetes website and check that out and see for yourself what the symptoms are. Or you can just Google it. Um, let's see, headaches, I had some extreme headaches because my blood sugar was so high, my brain was inflamed, anger, my, my emotions were out of control, I just flashed, it was so angry, 
And I don't even know why. And I would just be so angry. And I couldn't, I, sometimes I would feel it rising up. Like this uncontrolled emotion. I would feel it rising up and then boom, explosion. Thankfully, I wasn't, I would say I wasn't a violent person. Because then that would have put me in a really bad place. I don't know what I would have done if I was also a violent person. But I couldn't control it either. It's like when you have anger and it's not directed at anybody. Um, or you become irritable. Way, you're irritated way too quickly. Those were some of the things. But if you don't know where that anger is coming from, you could easily turn it on someone else. What they're doing, what they're saying, what how they're acting, the slurping noise that they're making you know, the, dragging their feet on the floor, all of those things, they could really affect you. They could really affect you and they could really affect that person who has no idea what they're doing. They're doing the same thing that they always done, but because your blood sugar is high, you're taking it out on them. Anger. Um, blurred vision. You're getting pretty bad. Like it's pretty bad when the blood, your blood sugar is out of control. These are just, these are symptoms of high blood sugar. Not all of them will apply to you. And not all of them will be as extreme, but just to let you know, these are just some unexplained euphoria. I talked about that with the hyperness. All of a sudden, I felt very like, woo, I can do everything. Woo, I got this, I got this, I got this. Woo, let me do this, let me do this, let me do this. It's unexplained hyperness. Um, sadness. And I think that comes with the low, really. with the When the sugar starts to drop, then you start after the high and the sugar, start, sugar starts to drop, then there's that low and uh or the hypoglycemia that takes place and then for me at least the sadness took place and i became very emotionally stable crying for no reason <laughs> crying for no reason or feeling this immense sadness uh depression is linked to this too just so you know those are just a few things to look out for um if you don't have your strips if you've run out of strips if you don't have money to buy strips those strips and the glucose meter are very important to help you see what's going on with your body so you can know what's happening. You can kind of mark it and determine that, okay, this is how I feel when my blood sugar is this. So that way you can later on know. It's like counting macros, you know? And weighing food. Once you weigh food for a while, you kind of know what... For a while, I'm not saying like right out of the gate, but for a while, you kind of know what you are, what you're eating, how much you're eating, how much you're consuming. Some people, they can do the hand method, but that's kind of inaccurate. You can always just eat till you're full, but some people don't have that mechanism. So the same thing goes, uh, the same thing goes with, or actually it doesn't go, it doesn't go with blood testing, but the whole point is, is that if you measure for a while, you kind of, overall, measuring gives you markers, measuring gives you an idea of where you are, and if you can't do that, then you really need to look, quote, intuitively into your body, you need to look into yourself and see what, how you're feeling, what you're doing, how you're reacting to things, hmm, are, is this what happens when my blood sugar is high? Is this is this what is this what I'm dealing with right now? Uh, my blood sugar must be high. Or 
Here's a common one. When your blood sugar, when your blood sugar, when you become hypoglycemic after a high, you start trembling. Or you don't you weren't even high, but your blood sugar is so low because maybe you were eating you weren't eating enough of the foods that you need because nutrients are very important. You start trembling, you start shaking, you sweat, you get your body becomes flushed. These may not be all your symptoms, but they are symptoms of a, of a low blood sugar. Uh, you feel fainty, you're going to pass out, nauseous. In all of these cases, you should make sure that you're fully hydrated. In all of these cases, you should make sure that your electrolytes are in balance. In all these cases, you should make sure that you are paying attention to what your body is telling you and not ignoring it. If you feel like you're out of control, if you feel like your body, like you can't handle it by yourself, or if you feel like uh, something's going to happen, the best thing to do is reach out to someone. I'm not saying wait either. I'm saying if your blood sugar is too high, then it's best that you reach out to someone. If your blood sugar is too low, it's best that you reach out to someone, someone in the house, someone you can uh, talk to. Some of these symptoms may occur while you're in a car. What are you going to do? You have to know what's happening so you can know what to pull over. If you're driving, if you're not driving, tell the driver. Let them get you to a safe place. If your blood sugar is too, too low, then you need to eat. If your blood sugar is too high. Some people say err on the side of caution and give them... I know I was... I was um, in a first aid class of some sort, I can't remember, it was one of many, and they said it doesn't matter if you don't know if, if their blood sugar is high or low in the case because it's better that you just give them the quote-unquote orange juice um, because if it's high, it's already high, but if it's low, they're going to die. I'm not trying to scare you. I'm just saying. So for those of you who are caregivers who are listening to this, uh, keep that in mind. But of course, do your own research. I'm not the end-all be-all. I'm not a doctor. I'm not giving you medical advice. I cannot give you a cure. But what I can do is help you treat the cluster of uh, the cluster of symptoms, and really not even the symptoms. I'm not telling you how to treat, but I do get to the. We can, I can show you how to get to the underlying root cause. This is not a plug, but I figured I'd tell you anyway. So all of these information can be found by any on websites on google be careful where you search because some of them um do not give you the best advice eating a buttload of uh, bread grains uh all of these things sugar juices uh some fruits uh all of them will they will inevitably affect how your blood sugar uh rises and falls so you need to keep that in mind uh, best practices, uh, leafy greens, green, uh, yeah, leafy green vegetables. Um, yeah, you can get your colorful vegetable, colorful vegetables, but not, I would stay away from the starchy ones. Okay. Well, so I hope this helped. The whole point was how to figure out if your blood sugar is high or how to figure out what's happening with your blood sugar. If you don't have any test strips, I hope this was helpful. I hope that you were able to get something out of it. I hope you didn't become depressed. <laughs> there was an upswing. You can do this. 
don't forget that you you are in your own body and you know what's going on in your own body whether or not you know exactly what is happening you can feel what's happening where other people can't so don't hesitate if you're feeling sick pull over if you're feeling lightheaded pull over or stop sit down slowly and do not stand up quickly take the time make sure you're drinking plenty of water because your blood becomes viscous after a while thick like syrup after a while if you don't drink enough water then that causes all kinds of other problems and that's not what you want you want to just live you want to live a healthy life and you want to live a life where you don't have to constantly be worried about if your symptoms are gonna get you while you're out and about or if you're by yourself okay well thank you so very much guys for joining me here at type 2 take 2 and i hope that this has served you if it has be sure to share this with anyone you can you know that it will give value to um and if you think i'm wrong let me know hit hit me up in in on instagram you can email me and tell me how wrong i am so that way i can make sure that i'm giving the right information at all times because my whole point is to help you okay thanks again for joining me here at type two take two and you all take care bye Thank you very much for joining us at Type 2 Take 2. This is Danielle once again, just encouraging you to share your story. Don't forget to share your story. There are too many people out there who think that they are alone. And why not? Why not be the voice of reason? Why not be the voice of hope? The light that shines in the darkness. You can do it. I can do it. We can do it. Now keep in mind that we are not doctors and any interviewees that I have on the podcast are relaying their own story and experiences. Therefore, we are, like I said, we are not doctors and we do not play them on TV. Be sure to always seek the supervision of your doctor anytime you make any uh, health changes concerning your medication and or eating pattern. Thank you very much once again for joining us at Type 2 Take 2. And we will hear from you and see you next time.